Blog Talk Radio. Come back home to Africa. Come back home 
Again, I'm here to hit it and quit it. <laughs> Are you there? Are you with me? Do you care? Thank you so much. I am indeed grateful, always in gratitude, honored, appreciative of you allowing me into your space at high noon, U.S. Central Standard Time, here on Blog Talk Radio and StreamYard, which allows me to reach you in Facebook, to reach you in Twitter, to reach you on my uh, webcam page, to reach you on my website, to reach you wherever you may be viewing and or listening to me right now. I'm also always eternally grateful for Blog Talk Radio and my international listening audience. I'm always amazed, surprised at where we're being listened to in regions of the world where they, you know, traditionally don't speak English, where they traditionally don't speak our language. Uh, But I'm grateful, and particularly for those countries, those nations uh, in South America, those nations in uh, the Middle East, those nations in uh, the motherland, uh, and certainly those nations in Asia and your Asia that listen and participate in this podcast. I'm indeed grateful. This is the new revolutionary hoodoo, New Orleans hoodoo secrets and recipes, 2023. Divine all greetings and salutations to each and every one of you individually and collectively. You are sitting now live with the divine presence. Ty Emeka, Pan-African spiritualist, practitioner, author, and advisor, Alagun, Oloye, Hudu, Obeya, Bokura. There's only one. I have only one Facebook profile. I have pages, but I have only one Facebook profile, only one Twitter profile, only one Instagram profile, only one TikTok profile, only one LinkedIn profile. And for my readers, that's my listeners, that's redundant. For my participants, that's redundant. 
but please hear me. There are 5,000 people who are following me in Instagram and TikTok, usually in both places, who are also following at least five fake profiles of me in Instagram and in TikTok. That matters because I get the complaints. That matters because you can't find me when you're speaking, you're reading, your divination, your consultation. You can't find me when you're trying to get your work done until after you've spent hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars through Cash App, which this audience knows I don't use Cash App. And then you contact me. Then you find me. Then you do your homework. Then you do your research about what's legitimate and what is not. So it's necessary for me to it's necessary for me to say that this Friday, Jovier 27, 2023, I am emanating and vibrating with you and for you now, live from this working temple of the House of the Divine Prince, High Potions, Hoodoo Central, LLC, and this legendary, historic, beautiful, most haunted, most enchanted city in America, New Orleans, Louisiana, the land of my ancestors and those who came before me along this hoodoo, conjure, root working, ATR, life path, and journey for which I am indeed grateful, for which I am indeed humbled, for which I am indeed honored, and more importantly, for which I showed do respect. Take the time to stop and like, follow, subscribe on both my blog, talkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen prince. I can also be found by way of my youtube.com forward slash voodoo tie v. O O D like Victor O O D like David O O T Y E. The visual podcast for which you are experiencing is always recorded and archived in YouTube. Uh, so that's why I give the YouTube link and not the StreamYard link. The StreamYard link is only necessary if you decide and you choose that you are camera ready and you're ready to turn on your webcam and become a co-host on-air participant in the show. And certainly all is welcome as long as there are no shenanigans. So my long-term listeners can remember shenanigans. <laughs> 2008, 2009, we had some incidents of shenanigans, um, but prayerfully I've perfected my game. Greetings to my beloved blood sister, one Wapani. Greetings and salutations to the one Wapani, my master of manifestation. Welcome, <laughs> beloved, welcome. Come on in. I'm so honored and grateful, as always, to be back with you again in this space, um, sharing only what I have to give. Um, there are so many top knots out there. I don't have to do that. 
There are so many clackety nails out there. I don't have to do that. <laughs> there are so many um, Americans and uh, residents of the UK and residents of the world who are indulging in tarot readings and tarot cards. And, and, and that platform, I don't have to do that. I'm here to represent Voodoo with four O's. I'm here to represent hoodoo with four O's. I am indeed here to rep root working, conjure, ATR, globally, internationally, nationally, but most certainly locally. People like to forget, at the minimum, forget. Some people like to try and erase the fact that New Orleans has been a port city from the beginning. As early as its late 1600 roots, the first unfortunate encaptured ancestors brought to this land were from the Bight of Benin. They were from the region of West Africa, the West African coast, from which many of our bloodlines and lineages come from, checkyourancestry.com. It is the region from which the roots of ATR in the New World come from. Whether we're talking about Maria Leonza, whether we're talking about Candable, Lucumi, Santeria, Palo, Shango, we are talking about ethno-cultural traditions as they represent themselves today in South America, in Central America, in the Caribbean, and certainly in the Southern U.S. And I say Southern U.S., not that there aren't, you know, root practices happening in other parts of the country. Certainly the Mississippi River carried hoodoo and conjure upriver to Memphis, St. Louis, Chicago, other regions um, of our nation, Detroit, certainly. But root, when I say that, we still have some uh, opportunity to preserve land, vegetation, <laughs> crops, uh, fruit trees, and access to water in order to actualize these traditions in their most authentic way. Uh, without calling names right now, I'm, I'm grateful for those who live in the wilderness, who live in the woods, who live in nature, who live in the Midwest, who live in the South, who, who live in the, uh, the Eastern seaboard, the Gullah Geechee Islands, who still live close to the ground, close to nature, for indeed voodoo is nature, hoodoo is nature, root work is nature. Google, please stop. Hey, Google, stop. <laughs> Google heard me and started listing off all the references to hoodoo central LLC online. <laughs> so, 
I don't know if y'all could hear it, but I could, and it was, it was, yeah. <laughs> greetings, greetings, greetings. Um, but I'm grateful, Kevin Books. Come on in. But thank you, and thank you, Kevin. You and many others, um, Goddess Initiative. Certainly, my sister Warapani. Many others um, never leave me. Whether I'm filming a documentary, whether I'm filming a movie, whether I'm doing initiations and ceremonies, and I'm grateful. Certainly grateful. Um, I'm grateful for your support. I'm grateful for your offerings. I'm grateful for your donations. I'm grateful for your ability to adhere to my protocols. Sometimes me and Wapani just sit and marvel at the traffic that shows up at my front door without an appointment. So there's a big old sign on my front door, and because of this chair, you can't see at the bottom in, in gold, it says, by appointment only. If you visit my website, www.houseofthedivineprince.com, by appointment only. If you find me on Google Maps, which I'm very popular on Google Maps, extremely popular on Google Maps, by appointment only. But somehow people don't hear, don't see. And as I begin sharing yesterday, thank you so much, Georgia and Whitney. Thank you so much, Memphis and, and Kevin. Memphis, hold me down post-Hurricane Katrina. So I give honor and respect to Memphis. Brahmana, Baba, I just wish I knew who you were. I see your blank avatar everywhere. I see your relatively interesting name. I just wish I knew who the hell you were, <laughs> but I digress. Uh, but I certainly thank you for feeling a connection and for always being present. I'm one of the consistent present people uh, in my, not just here in the podcast, in my life, uh, in my social space, in my social media, uh, and certainly in the ministry of voodoo. So I'm grateful for those of you who live close to the ground, who live in nature, who live in spirit. For indeed, there is no voodoo without nature, without a connectedness to nature. And we've been forced through a, a cipher of artificiality. Our food is artificial. Our medicines are artificial. Our clothes is artificial. Um, Almost everything we own is plastic, manufactured, um, manipulated, you know, down to the atomic and the molecular level. Um, it's very little that remains natural and organic um, with us, for us, around us, and unfortunately in us. I won't digress into, you know, my sister and I and our obsession with documentaries and what we know about the amount of plastic in the, in the oceans and how that's showing up in your fish now, for you pescatarians out there, um, we can't even be sure about how much toxins are in our seafood if you are a seafood eater. And, and if you claim vegan, I acknowledge and honor you vegan, but you've got to be careful about what's now in your food, the HMO. Is it indeed artificial. And so in an artificial environment, we begin to be programmed to think 
and process in some very artificial ways. Some of us believe we don't process emotion, or we put on the mask of not processing emotion. And we kind of move through life, you know, hard as a rock, steady, you know, as a tree planted by the roots of water, you know. But in the realm of water, where you need mobility, buoyancy, fluidity, diversity, in the realm of air, where you need the ability to fly and release yourself from sometimes the grounding or overgrounding that we can sometimes do, those of us who are living like a rock, and you are disconnected in an artificial way. It is not natural. It is not natural. Do not, do not believe. Do not accept, oh, it's just me. This is just the way that I am. No, no, it's not. It's the way you've become. It's the way you've been programmed. It's in your environment. You see it all around you. Well, sister's not showing emotion. Brother's not expressing any emotion. We don't see that until, you know, you all know what the until dot, dot, dot usually entails. You know, the next black black life that mattered, snuffed out, you know, by the police in some random city. Because uh, I don't personally have an issue with NOPD, but but in some other random city, uh, and certainly, um, you know, it shows up in how we handle emotions when we are confronted with it. When's the last time you saw a good airport video? When's the last time you saw a good Karen video? Have you even heard of Indisputable? with Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Um, so we are a nation who's emotionally out of control, emotionally not in balance. I didn't say mentally, though we could have a whole discussion about mental health, but certainly emotionally. And I would dare say spiritually out of control. The communications within social media, often about who do root work, conjure, are often predicated on emotion, anger, regret, fear, um, retribution, revenge, rarely out of love. And then when we do see, you know, sort of the insertion of love, it's a really quick, artificial, unnatural response to love. Some of you want to conjure zombies. You, you're not looking for a partner or a love mate or a soulmate or, or helpmate, a complimentary soul. You're looking for a zombie. You want poison. You want conjure. You know, you want to control and you want to make, you know, said, you know, Jonathan or said, you know, Kalinda. Do exactly what you want, when you want it, how you want it, without ever looking in a mirror. You can't really be spiritual. You can't really be a conjurer. You can't really be a black witch. You can't really be a practitioner and not know first what the mirror is, how to use it, and the fact that you need to look into it often. 
And often that mirror is made of black obsidian. It is said that the great uh, seer, uh, what's it, Nostradamus, used black obsidian and stared into, meditated into, transcendental meditation into black obsidian frequently, and that's how he was able to gain access to the doorways and the windows that allowed him to see his predictions that many of us still honor and acknowledge today. You cannot be spiritual and not look into the mirror. And for those of you new to black obsidian, I I often describe it as a black hole. It has the power and the frequency quantum metaphysically of a black hole. It will suck everything out and through and in like a black hole, forcing it to reemerge through the other side through a fine laser beam of white light to be renewed, regenerated, reused somewhere else in the universe. But all that is negative, all that is darkness, all that is shadow is sucked through the black hole, whether you're ready for it or not. So often black hole comes with a warning. Oh my goodness, Pupani. Black hole comes with a warning. If, if you're in denial, if you ain't trying to know, if you, if you enjoy your hibernation, limit your exposure of black obsidian because it will force it to the surface. Greetings, Nicole, Goddess 100 official. Peace and blessings, beloved. That black obsidian requires a balancing agent, selenite, and it's white, clearest white form. Quartz crystal in its clearest form. Light and white radiant crystals to balance the frequency that is black obsidian. Uh, liars hate black obsidian. People who are trying to hide something hate black obsidian. People who are dwelling in addiction don't, do not like black obsidian. It will force the darkness the shadow, the cause, to the surface. The light stone, the selenite, the apophyllite, another good one, quartz crystal, is to do the healing work, to shine light where the dark corners exist, to give you what's necessary as a tool to bring light, to bring healing, to bring abundance, to bring radiation, radiation to whatever that dark matter entity is and the root cause of it. Black obsidian will cause you to think. And often, particularly when you get black obsidian, it's almost always going to be polished, cut and polished. It is a form of volcanic glass. So unlike quartz crystal, it's not going to have, you know, striations and lines and, and natural, you know, formations within it unless it's merged with another mineral. Uh, it's, it's volcanic glass. Sometimes it has purple um, irradiation in it, gold sheen. The common market word is sheen, golden sheen, purple sheen. It has a green sheen to it. Sometimes watermelon, um, obsidian, uh, and it will often present a bullseye-like pattern, again, mimicking that black hole frequency. I have many of them. 
I love them. I swear by them. Uh, and and they're all over the place. And I often use them in, in my work. Uh, thank you, Kevin Brooks. Thank you, uh, Wapani, for your chat comments. Um, yeah, if you don't deliberately go organic, as my sister is suggesting, if you don't deliberately think about your food, then you're subject to any artificial food. Uh, there's a saying that rings in my head from the 70s, a man without a plan is always subject to someone else's plan. A man or woman or individual who does not clearly identify their food and what they're taking in is subject to eating anything. And so is spirituality. Thank you, Kevin Brooks, to investigate those who claim spirituality. Because it's easy to say I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, until you hear what they say and watch what they do. Until you catch them, you know, posting on Facebook at 3 in the morning. (laughs) You know, diversion their block, (laughs) sharing their shadow, you know. Um, And then you ask, beloved, where is your spirituality? My mother, a well-known evangelist, has written three books. I would say her most popular book, A Letter to My Sisters with an S on the End by Vonnell Savage, V Like Victor, O-O. I'm sorry, V Like Victor, O-N-C-E-L-E, Vonnell Savage, um, often challenged me as a baby in voodoo, as a baby in spiritual practice, particularly when I hit a crossroads or found myself in the shadow, where was the spirituality that I was professing? Certainly at the time, she did not understand or embrace voodoo or what voodoo was or is, but my mother has strong spiritual wisdom as a spiritual individual, uh, regardless of what her religion is. And so that question, um, where is your spirituality when you are up against a wall, when you're back into the corner, when you are, you know, seeking help, when you're in an urgent care scenario, when you're in an emergency, where then is your practice? Uh, Because many are claiming to be diviners, are claiming to be readers. Um, I I like Kevin's word. They are dictionators. (laughs) Kevin, I'm going to have to borrow that. They are dictionators. Uh, they borrowing from the encyclopedia. <laughs> they are borrowing from the Bing search and the Google search. Uh, but they're not really um, spiritually involved with themselves and the spirit realm. And I say themselves because you got to, you know, you got to do it for yourself first. You got to be there first. My sister reminds me of that all the time. You, you know, and if you're projecting shadow, if you're projecting darkness, you can't get bent out of shape. You can ask the universe why. You can ask the ancestors why, and, and, and help me to channel through. Greetings, Alexis Williams. Greetings, beloved. You can certainly ask why. 
please, if you have questions, comments, and requests, my phone lines are open now at area code 563-999-3643. Again, that's 563, area code 563-999-3643. I don't know how long Blog Talk Radio is going to allow me to keep this phone number, um, but I like it. I like that three nines in the beginning. One of my favorites. Yes, um, I appeared in a lot of what I call entertainment. Thank you, Kevin Brooks, for even paying attention, for, for even acknowledging, because people like to pretend like they don't see you. People like to pretend like they don't hear you, you know, but are always paying attention, especially my fans. I insert haters with fans. They are often paying attention the most. But certainly I appreciate, I support, I participate in um, entertainment, imagination, creative endeavors, movies, films, TV. Uh, In this occasion, I will not say documentaries because when I'm doing documentaries, I'm always presenting the truth. And even in the case of a documentary, I'm always given um, creative control in terms of presenting voodoo, hoodoo, root work, conjure as the truth, as reality. So American Horror Story doesn't mimic that. Did we have discussions about, you know, what color we would wear, what that color might represent to people watching? Um, what would people who are authentic to the traditions think about what we are portraying in this scene? We were given some consideration, some, um, certainly, you know, the goat and how the goat was presented was, you know, creative license by the creative directors, and we were not being given, you know, full control in that regard. But um, I have no issue with entertainment. I have no issue with, you know, popularized TV shows like uh, American God. There are a few other shows that are on air right now that are not on the tip of my tongue that portray magic in some way that portray voodoo and hoodoo in some way, you know, or the cast are black and they're, you know, demonstrating magic. I'm grateful those people have a job. I'm grateful those people have a SAG card and and got their SAG credit for doing that work. Uh, I'm grateful for the book writers and the book authors um, who write truth, like uh, Denise Alvarado and those who write fiction. Um, Do your thing, but the masses, and and right now again, in in as shady a way as I can be, the 5,000 people who are watching me right now who are following 5,000 fake profiles, I'm sorry, who are following five, five fake profiles of me, and Instagram or TikTok, it's you that I'm talking to. 
I'm grateful for those who found me because of American Horror Story. And certainly the trailer that we were gifted by the producers, which is a rare occurrence. They usually don't give you gifts, <laughs> you know, when, when you do filming projects beyond um, your check. You know, um, you know, you might have had really great food. <laughs> You know, while you were filming, um, sometimes they might, I'm typing, that's why I keep looking down. Um, Sometimes they might, you know, give you some kind of gift bag or something, but that's, you know, that's rare. But to be gifted um, an actual video trailer um, for me was, you know, it was more than usual because it cost them money, time, editing, you know, in order to do so. Um, and so we appreciate that. I certainly appreciate it. Um, I can't really say I've seen it posted to anyone else's uh, who participated to their page, but certainly I played in replay it as often I can. So please take the time to follow that link. I just popped American Horror Story. Oops, I spelled that wrong. I meant A H S, not A M H. <laughs> okay. Um Wapani, thank you so much for participating, beloved. Learn that our words cast spells. Indeed. All of your words cast spells. For those in the back who can't hear me, all of your words cast spells. All of your words. Not just your incantations. Not just your oriki. Not just your well-worded and planned affirmations. And You know, all of your words. All of your words. And understand your words originated in your head. So that inner self-talk and you saying negative this and negative that about this one and about that one and about yourself, you are creating and recreating a reality that goes against your best interest. But you are indeed creating and recreating a reality. I won't get into a whole lot of detail, but we, we got proof. My sister and I have seen it, felt it, experienced it, demonstrated. Yeah. And certainly crystals can help to amplify, purify, tone, if you will, that vibration. Intention is everything. What you say creates powerful frequencies that reverberate back to recreate the reality for which you exist in. I'm a complainer by nature. I have to be in control of my natural inclination to complain. You all may not hear me complain verbally, but I'm having to chant mantra against my own complaint. Chant Ariki against my own complaint. Chant against my own negative self-creation. So we cannot continue to create and recreate a reality 
in our heads that does not mirror the reality that's coming out of your mouth. We cannot continue to create and recreate a reality within our mouths, then it's not manifesting as a part of our everyday reality, waking reality. Thank you so much for always reminding me, one upon and being one of my soldiers. In <laughs> spiritual warfare, I'm certainly grateful. Please do not neglect to stop now with my permission and take the time to like, subscribe, share, reshare via my YouTube.com forward slash Voodoo Thai, YouTube.com forward slash Voodoo Thai, V-O-O-D-O-O-T-Y-E. You can also visit my blog talk radio. Dot com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen press just as it shows there on the screen. I figured out the YouTube thing. Um, YouTube is also now using at sign, so I am at the divine press on YouTube. Yeah, if you go to www.youtube.com forward slash and insert at the divine prince, I think that's a new way. We have new user identities, I think they're calling it, on YouTube. And you should um, also be able to find me that way. So Voodoo Tie still works but at the Divine Prince also work in YouTube. So I'm grateful for your listenership, your participation, your love, your support, and more importantly, I'm here to help. I'm here to be of service. So please remember, you can always visit me at the bottom of your screen, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, virtually, by way of my website, private email, divine prince at houseofthedivineprince.com. If you happen on my phone number online and you get the voicemail, it's going to ask you to, to send me an email at divineprince at houseofthedivineprince.com. I even, I even go out of my way to, to, to it for you <laughs> on the voicemail and some of you still leave lengthy voicemails that I usually don't listen to. I use them in a space where I can't jot it down. Um, I'm usually not going to remember because I just listened to 25 other random voicemails. So if you're listening to me right now, Blog Talk Radio, if you can see me right now, it is Divine Prince at HouseOfTheDivinePrince.com, where you can get your professional, expert, authentic, aboriginal, indigenous, shell, bone, 
Delago, Nere Delago, Ifa, Dafa, Fa, Voodoo, Divination. Those who know, know. Those who understand the 15 principles and 256 combinations, know and understand. I rarely use tarot cards. Uh, let me be more clear. I use tarot cards for entertainment. I don't use tarot cards for serious work. I don't use tarot cards for serious reading. I don't use tarot cards for serious exploration. I use tarot cards for entertainment. Because you like it, you ask for it, it, you find it entertaining, it ranks high. You're a tourist that's just in town who wants to be entertained for 15, 20 minutes because you're not really looking for a real voodoo experience. Because <laughs> if you're looking for a real voodoo experience, you email me. You know that I have some very clear and specific protocols for coming into a voodoo house as a voodoo participant. Those people are serious about voodoo. All others who contact me randomly, last minute, we're in town, can we come by and see you? You just want a voodoo experience and a tarot fortune teller experience. Experience, and in that case, when you ask for it, I will use tarot cards. But if you don't ask for it, I'm not using tarot cards. Ask almost anyone in this room. I'm using cowrie shells. I'm using palm nuts. I'm using West African divination, the oldest, most complex, and I would dare say the best form of divination in the world. It's not just spirit and I feel and I see. It's also math. It's the same math that runs your computer. 15, 16, 256. And so I swear by my divination. That's why I'm a certified celebrity reader. I know that some of y'all got celebrity reader on your social media profiles, but you ain't never read no celebrities. And you ain't got no proof and no documentation you've ever read no celebrities. But some of y'all got celebrity readers on your profile. What do that mean? Help me understand. <laughs> so I only use tarot cards in, in the place of entertainment when I was to read Anderson Park in the Free Nationals. Asked to read Anderson Park in the Free Nationals. I know some of y'all like to pretend like that didn't really happen. But the videos on my YouTube, uh, they came to Voodoo Fest one year. I read them at the House of Blues in a huge empty auditorium. It was just me and, and Anderson Park and the Free Nationals. And I used tarot cards. And let me be clear, tarot card is effective if your skills are effective, if your intuition is effective, if your spiritual maturity is effective, if your spiritual experience and practice is effective. But I can give you three clear signs right now before I end this, unless somebody has a, a comment, a question, or request. I'm going to give you three clear signs 
Um, caller, thank you so much for listening in. If you have a question, do press the number one for me, okay? I do have three clear signs to determine a fake, fraudulent, or pretending, entertaining, comedic reader in social media. Get your screen record going. Come on now. This is your quick 30-second, 15-second video for TikTok right here. Three ways. Come on, somebody record this. Get, get your screen, screen record going. Three ways to determine a fake practitioner. Three ways to determine a fraudulent practitioner in social media. TikTok, Instagram in particular. But anyway, three ways. Let me get this out of the way so y'all can see me clearly. Are y'all ready? You got the screen recording going? I'm going to see this viral in TikTok. Three ways to determine a fake, fraudulent, pretending, entertaining, comedic practitioner in social media. One, they got a top knot. They're wearing a top knot. That's number one. Number two, Yes, yes, you can, Wapani. <laughs> yes, you can. Number two. Number two. They fingernails is over a, inch, a, a quarter of an inch long, and they clacking it. You can hear they fingernails clacking it. Three ways to determine a fake, fraudulent, pretending, comedic, so-called reader in social media. And the last one. Um, and, and, and beloved Brahmana Baba gets the prize of the day is they got a deck of tarot cards. Number three is they have a deck of tarot cards. That's that's number three. I guarantee it, hands down. I risk my reputation on it, hands down. Hands down, never been initiated anywhere, never studied anywhere, never practiced anywhere, don't have a handful of qualified elders anywhere that can say, this is my child, I mentored them, I studied them, I taught them, guarantee it, hands down. They weren't a top knot. A top knot wrap. They got long clackety nails. Comedic goes without saying, because reading ain't a joke. Comedic goes without saying. And third, they got a deck of tarot cards. Because people believe tarot cards require no training, no teaching, no understanding. Many of you have a deck of tarot cards, have no idea what the symbols on them cards mean at all. And your reading is completely disconnected from what's going on. Um, let me add a A period to number three. They got a deck of cards and and they believe the paperwork that came in the box with the card. That's the A period. You know, when you do an itemized list, 
one, two, three, A, B, C. Number three is they got a deck of cards, and A under number three is they they believe the card instructions about what is on the card. Now, some of you listen to me right now, and you done bought more than one deck of cards. You already know. You already know. Often it's copied and pasted from deck to deck. No matter what's going on in the cards, copying the same misspellings, the same typos. Listen, long natural nails, okay, but but are they clackety? Do you have a top knot with your, with your tarot cards, and are you on TikTok? Right. That, that, that's my point. That's my point. And I stand on it 100%. I stand on it. That is a surefire way to determine a fraud in social media that's asking you to read your cards. Now, now we can add a number four. Let's add a number four. They ask you, they invite you, they show up in your DM, they show up in your instant messages, they in your inbox, fraud, hands down, fraud. God spoke to me, <clears throat> the ancestors spoke to me, I'm here, to, fraud, hands down, fraud. If I was a Jehovah Witness and knocked on your door and did the same thing, how many ways could you close the door? If I was an evangelical Christian standing at your door with two Bibles under my arm and said the same exact thing, how quickly would the conversation be over? But as I explained in detail, if you don't remember, go back and do yesterday's podcast. Y'all like fraud. Y'all like entertainment. Y'all like fake. I got proof. There's 5,000 people listening to me right now who still probably their friends list to be clear that they're not following five fake profiles of me and communicating with it and sending money by way of ash, uh, cash app to it. I'm going to start calling it ash cap. Ash cap. I'm going to start calling Cash App Ash Cap. Frosters love Ash Cap. Always it's Ash Cap. And you all, and the Ash Cap don't even be in my name. And the usernames don't even be in my name. And being some weird corrupted spelling of my name. And, and, and when they first come at me, oh, they'd be so upset. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I, I know where you live. You did this. You did that. I know it was you. One swore I hacked her computer, swore I hacked all her platforms. Girlfriend, I ain't got time, nor do I care to hack anybody's platform. I don't have time to chat you in social media. I rarely chat Juan Papani, my sister, in social media. And when I do... Usually, phone is in hand. I know who I'm talking to. It's not some fake imagery of me. And then I, when I look at it, and for, please, I'm not harping on American God. 
I just can't remember the name of some of these other shows. Pop some of them shows in the chat for me. Y'all know there's some other black-faced shows out there because we can't always say they're produced by black people. Um, on Netflix, on um, um, Hulu, that have witches in it, black magic in it, voodoo in it, and, and they're all the rage. They're all the hell, hell, you know, these shows. You might add American Horror Story to that, you know. But y'all think that that's real. Through your behavior, through your demonstration, y'all think that that's real. I mean, I I, I don't get it. I I, I don't get it. Yeah, it's happened to a lot of people. It continues to happen to a lot of people. Uh, to my amazement, but even more so, um, ass cap, uh, Tamisha, <laughs> drop that H, <laughs> sister girl, <laughs> and put another S in there, ass cap. Just, just do a quick security, comma, cash app on Google. I mean, come on. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. Yeah, you follow one person and five fakes then follow you. Braids and bonnets got it. Five fakes then follow you. And, and they're following you because of, I don't know if I've said this before, because of this evolution and hashtag. Some of us of a certain age remember when nobody was using hashtags. Nobody had any knowledge of a hashtag. Hashtag was built into computer programming, and nobody who was a computer programmer thought about or understood hashtag. Probably through Google Ads and other services like that, people sort of building their own websites, the knowledge of hashtags became aware. But at the same time, it made it easier for the scammer and the froster to follow Whole groups of people. Greetings, Dorothy. Venus, greetings, beloved. Greetings, the Goddess Initiative. It made it easier for the fraudsters to follow and get behind us as a group. Black Girl Magic got behind you as a group. Now, many black women are on that black women follow boat on TikTok. I assure you, for just as many followers are in that boat, it's just as many scammers in that boat. And they're coming for you if they haven't already. And they're expecting you, as we do in our spirituality. I think this is a great comparison, how we act on, on online and in social media with how we treat spirituality, religion, tradition. They're coming for you. They're expecting you to have your guard down. Hotel, you know, and, and, and a black afro. And the whole account could be AI. The whole account could be a bot. The whole account is probably fraudulent. The whole profile is probably Russian. The whole profile is probably Asian somewhere. You know, Dubai. Let's not leave out Dubai. Dubai is a major player um, in in terms of Jamaica, major player in terms of where fraudsters and scammers are hailing from. You all are blaming Nigeria, and often it's Jamaica, uh, again, with the Nigerian face, because you expect that, or with the black girl face, because you expect that, 
or with the black magic face because you expect that. And in many of these platforms, I go out of my way. Thank you, The Good Witch, Supernatural, The Order. Thank you, Wapani. And y'all think all these shows are real because it shows up in your behavior and how you act online. And then you superimpose it onto ATR and, and black ethnocultural traditions. As if this is somehow what hoodoo is and how hoodoo is supposed to work. This is what conjure is and this is how conjure is supposed to work. And then you're frauded, defrauded, making the Botanicas fat. I, I, can't, I can't say it enough. Botanicas have nothing to do with any of these traditions, especially today where you can set up an, a, a virtual Botanica online anywhere and not have not one product in your house and sell wholesale sage bundles, wholesale uh, Pablo Santo, wholesale, you know, candles. Anybody can do that today. It doesn't mean any power, any magic, any ashe, any nothing to what you're doing. And because you see a, a white candle behind my head or Florida water behind my head, doesn't mean that that's the extent and the end of the magic. Certainly these items are a part of our practice. I mean, I use Florida water almost like hand sanitizer. I'm not just cleaning off your demons. I'm cleaning off your germs. <laughs> Ask any film crew that's had to come and film in my house. <laughs> okay. Ask any client that has had to come into my house. Okay. But don't assume the magic is in the is in the perfumes water and, and therefore a top knot, clackety nails, a deck of tarot cards and a bottle of Florida water and I and I'm doing it. Y'all act like it. Y'all act like it. Fifty thousand files, a hundred thousand files, y'all act like it. And if you would just admit I'm here for the entertainment of it all, people like me would be okay. If you would just admit, admit, I'm here for the comedy and the satire of it all, I'm, I'm good with that. T.S. Madison told you the tarot card shenanigans on her show was satire entertainment, told you that. She ain't trying to pretend to be a reader or a spiritualist or a psychic, you know, or an empath, for that matter. Oh, my goodness. Everybody's an empath, and, but don't know how to process that energy, that information, that demonstration. I'm going to stop because I feel like I'm on my soapbox now, and I hate getting on the soapbox. I know it's good for numbers, but it ain't good for me. I hate getting on the soapbox. Well, Pony says, just like when we came to see the set of the originals in New Orleans, we sure did. <laughs> to find out that it was filmed in Atlanta. <laughs> they, it looked real, but it wasn't. It was a facade. Yeah, many people came looking for the originals in New Orleans. Uh, yeah. And certainly a thing with a lot of online practitioners whom you've never seen more than a virtual background, a fake background. Or one corner closet prepared space in their background. 
Y'all seen a lot of my space, inside, outside, in the community, people doing it. Weeds, with a Z, W-E, apostrophe, Z, Weeds doing it. Weeds doing it. You pretending you're doing it. Perpetrating like you're doing it. And the goal for many of them is not always money, though. Many of you are losing money. Um, entertainment. Some of them like your drama, feed off your drama, like your stories, are entertained by your stories. Um, and again, it's a good chuckle. It's a good laugh. It's comedic. It's entertaining. The questions, requests that I get are not comedic, are not entertaining, um, often don't end in comedic entertainment. It doesn't mean that there isn't a moment of laughing and clarity and connection that happens, you know, in the processes. But what you're not seeing with the clackety nails and the top knot and the tarot cards is real pain, real trauma, real requests, because those people aren't prepared to address that at all. And certainly you can't address a legitimate request in three minutes on TikTok. Yeah, there's a lot of messiness, Tamisha. And and because of technology, it's in our face. It's on Instagram, it's on TikTok. And just think about the generations, not just people that are our age, who whatever your age is under the sound of my voice, who are listening and being exposed to it. Um, but the younger people who really don't have a clue, who really are looking for mentorship, who really are looking for direction, who now believe, as I suggested yesterday, that this is really what it is. And so not only is the tradition sort of being appropriated, but bastardized in the worst kind of way to the point that people say, yeah, I told you, especially you know, on the fence, religious folk. See, I told y'all all all that spiritual stuff wasn't real anyway. I told y'all all all that spiritual stuff was of the devil. I told you all that spiritual stuff, you know, was fake. And so they got evidence of that if they are looking at TikTok, top knots, clockety nails, decatero cards, you know, with a instruction pamphlet somewhere in arm's reach. The instruction pamphlets don't match at all, if I'm not clear, if I'm not clear. And if you don't understand divine math, the way Masons, for example, understand divine numerology, divine math, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. The 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 passage, the tarot cards, and anybody can make a deck of tarot cards. Forgive me. I yeah, my messages and stuff just don't stop. Um, and when it's friends and family, sometimes I feel a certain obligation to. Um, Respond. 
Okay, that's five people, including one Rapani. <laughs> I just responded to. Yeah. Um, okay, thank you for that, Kevin Brooks. Um, I probably worked background on the originals, and I, and I didn't know that. Didn't have a clue. But but thank you. I, I appreciate that deeper understanding. I do. Yeah, the ex, uh, exploration exploitation. I like that com- combination word. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, it's now happening at the hands of you all. And maybe not you specifically, but you all. Certainly the 5,000 people who are following five fake profiles, I mean, certainly. Certainly. And certainly when we give, you know, these AI posts, for example. Anytime I see an Orishan AI, I'm, I'm scrolling, I'm hitting not interested. Scrolling, hitting not interested. Anytime I see an Orisha voodoo in AI, it's never proper, it's never correct, it's never accurate, it's Ebony Fashion Fair, forgive me, Ebony. I'm, I'm not talking about Ebony the brand. I'm talking about sort of the glossy illusion thereof that you all like that causes you to buy into AI Arisha. Um, it's, it's a black person and glittering in gold, looking just fierce, you know, slaying it, you know, but it ain't accurate to Arisha. And certainly the language don't be accurate. What's being said is not accurate. There's no educational component to the accuracy. And then the AI profiles blow up, you know, trend. And understand these blowing up trending, you're giving, you know, these platforms opportunity to make resources. Not just off the fake readings that they are offering to you, but by major companies who are only interested in the numbers. And so you're blowing up these fake demonstrations of voodoo, hoodoo, ifa, orisha, kandable, whatever our sacred tradition is, blowing it up while the authentic speakers, demonstrators, practitioners are often struggling just to keep their power on the electricity on, struggling just to stay housed. And we got this unfortunate coat that we like to put on Haiti and Haitian voodoo, a form of uh, disingenuous authenticity of poverty. And so they're poor, the tradition is poor, it's got to look poor. But y'all ain't supporting that. I know well-known Mambo's whole God, but y'all not supporting them. But the imagery is poverty. The imagery is poor. When we come back to African-Americans, it's, you know, why do I have to give a tie? Why do I have to give an offering? Why do I have to give a donation? And for those who are participating in anything, fine. <laughs> But those who are claiming and participating and expecting us to, to be up all night, which often I am, expecting us not to eat, expecting us not to have time to wash our ass, 
expecting us not to have time to have a life, but to attend to your urgent care request, but you're not willing to tithe, offering, donate, nothing to that. In, in your mind, and in your mind, you believe that's somehow authentic to Aboriginal Indigenous process, and it's not. And if you have a goat to give, bring it. If you got six chickens and a coop to store them in, I offer you, bring it. Bring it. My location is available. Bring it. Bring it. If you're growing herbs, bring it. Bring it. Growing mushrooms, send it. Mail it. But don't, I, 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 you know, oof, I'm over, over, not, not just the misinformation about the practice and the tradition, but the false demonstration. I'm, I'm so over the false demonstration of our practice and tradition. Oh, wow. Um, I'm sorry, Kevin, for just now getting to your question. I, and your hand is raised. Forgive me, beloved. <laughs> Sometimes I... Hey, you know, hey. Welcome. I have to look at more than one screen, you know, on, on your computer desktop. Blog Talk Radio is in a separate tab. Um, so unless I, I like... I apologize. Yeah, you don't have to apologize. You could have, you know, said something in the chat like, hey, my hand is raised, and I would have got you a lot, a lot No, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respect the most humble, and I'm going to wait my turn till you acknowledge me because you'll get around to acknowledging me. Well, so this is your time. I do want to apologize because of a question. I, I, I've stated something. Oh, no, about the – can you hear me? Yes, yes. Go ahead, beloved. Okay. So it, the I did say, oh, no, about the originals. That, that was a separate response. I didn't want you to think that I was doubting you. I said, oh, no, to another separate. And when you were talking about the originals, I was explaining that when I watched the originals, they based it, they made it based like it was based on the connection to the witches of New Orleans, and that's how they got their powers by remaining in New Orleans. But when you came back and explained it like that, I was like, whoa, don't do that because you heard, you know, it's like another picture to me. I know it's fake, but it's, it was a guideline of leading me back into to Vodou. And I have, I wrote down some things that I really wanted to talk and for you to get, you know, uh, that I've just caught back up with you on um, Okay, here we go. You know, you you made the you made the um, comment about the oppression and through the DNA about certain people, you know, genders, how things are being done. And I saw actual another person, and they opened my mind up about oppression and how DNA is through our blood. Is how you know how you tell us to trace back our own DNA. And then we have to realize that as tracing it back our own DNA, things are passed on through our DNA from our ancestors and how we have to realize that things are passed on through our DNA. The same things are passed through Europeans, Asians, Hispanics' DNA. Um, during, during my research, I just discovered, like you say, do your own footwork. 
mm-hmm. uh, in discovering um, the path that I've chosen, I just realized that it wasn't the Caucasians, it wasn't the Europeans that enslaved us. It was actually the Hispanics, Christopher Columbus, that enslaved us first. Um, and tracing back where Vodou came from, Haiti. And I would say, also... I would say, not that I'm trying to be disagreeable, but I would say that the Arabs indeed slaved us first. The Arabs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because yes. uh, I was I, I, I was reading two books that I... I'm starting off with, like you say, do your own work, do your own work, do the footwork before you come to you. So I have a book called The Voodoo, Voodoo and Hoodoo, and then I have The Real Presence. Um, and as reading it, I did my research. Those things that I wanted to, con- you know, get with you on. And not only that, um, Seeing things that I'm in Memphis, and if anybody know about Memphis, what we're going through about the young man that was killed by the police officer, easing, you know, erasing our existence is what now I'm starting to see how a lot of things is like being taken out about who we are as people. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I just heard about a, um, I don't know if it's the state of the city, but I just heard about a place that is now outlawing black history, the tall of black history. Florida, the state of Florida. And yes, the state of Florida. Uh-huh. And then, like I said, I did my homework. I wrote down my things. And then I have this thing called smoke screening where they're basically throwing things up in our faces that are taking us from what's really going on. Like, they're pushing abortion laws. That's to take us away from what's actually going on because people have an abortion that's their own body that's their choice but they're taking us away from things that really are important as far as killing us um corruption in the government they're Did taking our focus off of real things that are going on Did and they're, they're throwing Did little small things little in small a way things yeah i agree um, I also, and, and, I also I absolutely agree with you. And and where it matters, particularly to this audience, um, is that, you know, you you erase the people, you know, maybe through food, maybe through uh, pharmaceuticals, maybe through the water, you know, you erase the people. But at the same time, we are participating in this sort of ethnocultural erasure by the you know, the demonstration, particularly we're seeing in social media, where everything false is the truth, and everything that's the truth is the lie. And, and, and it's created a space where it's easy for any one individual, you know, group of individuals to plant a seed that's a lie, and then share that, spread that. And, and the better it looks, uh, the, the better the AI, the artificial intelligence, the, the better it's draped, the quicker it spreads. And, and once someone comes back and says, hey, wait a minute, that's not true, you know, that's an illusion, it, it's often too late. And we're already seeing it in the news in terms of politics, misinformation, disinformation, 
you know, accusing whole countries, whole governments of disinformation campaigns, not targeted just to, you know, quote unquote, American voters, which for many people in this audience, we hear American voters, we think that don't involve us. No, they have talked about the black community in particular, black Facebook, black TikTok, black Instagram being targeted by individuals, groups, governments, nations with misinformation. Don't think it's just about politics. Don't like 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 the brother's saying, don't think it's just about, you know, what's being said on TV. They are rewriting your history and your own mind in your own head. They're rewriting and, and you know, you know. in your own mind. And here in Memphis, we have a place called 901. Um, pick them up. And here, they are erased. They, statues that I walked across when I, I graduated in 93, and I, it's a park across from the college I used to go to. And I didn't know that person was a slave owner or who that person was until I got older. And mm-hmm. it's like we're helping them erase and make them feel better about the fact that they kept us as slaves because they don't want to now acknowledge that we were slaves. So they're getting rid of everything that is evidence that we were slaves. And I also um, wrote down, you were talking about the religion, using Christianity as a way of control and as a way of slaving us. Like you said, um, I, it was a, it's a picture called um, the Black Plague, where these people, they are supposed to represent God and the church, but they come to a whole nother island, and they want to kill these people because they don't believe in Christ. And they are not even a part of the church. These, these are separate island people that have their own beliefs. They secluded themselves from the rest of the world. And they're trying to figure, you know, the Christians are trying to figure out why the black class hasn't reached them yet. And they've come over and they're trying to, in the name of God, I enforce these. And I'm thinking, like, the God that I serve will not send me over to kill somebody else because they don't believe in you. I don't know what that has, you know, that part of, but I've noticed that. In certain systems, um, I, I, I work now thanks to you. I did my footwork, and I'm anything that was made for me, and I love it. Um, we've talked, um, D.L. Hughley voiced an opinion about how they use religion when it benefits them. Um, gun laws. They don't want to get rid of the gun laws, but they force to change abortion laws. They don't want to get rid of drug trafficking, but they force certain... It's like they get rid of those laws that they want to get rid of that don't affect them. But when you get rid of the guns and all the brutality, it's a money-making thing in it for them. And, And we, for some reason, when we think about colonizing, when we think about missionaries, you know, we talk about it as if that's in the past. We talk about it as if that's something that happened, 
you know, 400, 500 years ago, and it's in our historic past. No, it's, it's, it's still active and going even to this day. Um, and, and what the caller is referencing, um, I have actually, you know, gone in and did some searches on missionaries, Christianity, and very specific countries, ethnic groups, particularly on the continent of Africa. You'd be surprised what you find, that there are churches and religious organizations that have whole archives on very specific ethnic groups within these countries. And one of the, you know, criteria or detail included is when they were exposed to Christianity, if they had been exposed to Christianity, and sort of what, you know, blueprints you know, they're using almost from a spiritual warfare perspective to, you know, bring the word or Jesus or the Bible to these, you know, specific ethnic groups that have managed to evade modernization and and Western culture and and certainly religion. Uh, And how religion is being used now for colonization and, and missionary work is very different than what took place 500 years ago. I would say it's far more deadly now, far more dangerous now. And now you have, you know, the local uh, Aboriginal indigenous inhabitants of these nations carrying on this Bible Christian you know, Western world agenda with deadly results, deadly results all over the world. And and where you find them, the money soon follows. I was shocked at how much money um, between just one example, TBJ and Africa. Pick any TV ministry right now and then search their relationship to Africa and African nations, millions, if not billions or more dollars being funneled, being channeled to maintain, to keep this in position. And if you are erudite, like I am, and you are reading and keeping up with news, not just here in America, not just in the UK, but all over the world, you know, I get African news. Pacific African nations, Asian nations. I get the Chinese news direct to my email box every morning. I pay attention. I mean, China claims 80%, 80% of their population has been exposed to COVID. 80%. Did you know that? If you're not reading Chinese no. news, you know that. And if it's 80%, 80%, what do you think it is here? Mm. 80% Almost 100 And so I still wear my mask I still go to movie sets with a mask on I still don't allow clients to come in my house Without a mask And and if I can give you a rapid rapid test I do My mother Hold on for a second um, Beloved let me speak for my mother real quick she said, these are the times of false prophets and teachers, and it's going to get worse. That's why those who profess to be Christians must know the word for themselves. 
And yeah, we think often, you know, false prophets are, you know, the churches or, or the religious groups or the organizations. So people who claim to be non-religious or who claim to have no interconnectedness, you know, with religion, your false prophets are on the news. Your false prophets are on the news channels. Your false prophets are in social media who make up their own story and package it to you and go viral and you click like on it and walk and agree with it. Go ahead, Belinda. You just stated something that um, I'm going to go back. I'm going to say what I have to say on that one, but I'm going to go back. But you just stated something, too. And I want to say to your 5,000 followers who are following the wrong person, you just stated a word that you always use when you address when it's you. And I'm not going to say it because I don't want to. You know what it is. It's a word that always address people when you say it to them. And that person, your mother just said that same, you just said that same word. And I think she just said the same word. At the same time, it was also um, Sheba. Thanks to you, like I said, I've learned. I, I, I do. I, I'm a good student. I, I, I mean, I've graduated college, and you you stressed. Do your own footwork. Um, Sheba, I followed a young lady, and in following the Bible, I graduated from a Christian college, and I went to that college, and I was so apprehensive because I was so worried about, oh, um, I'm a homosexual man. Um, they're going to ridicule me, and they're going to do this to me. And I want to tell people the best experience I had was at a real Christian college because they taught me what Christianity really was about. It was about acceptance. It was about growth. It was about change, and it was about understanding that all religions are one. So when I run across people who speak about one God, their God, I kind of tend to drift off because I know that's not what Christianity really was about. Um, when they talk about the Bible, I always throw in their face, okay, you say Jesus was this and Jesus was that. But Jesus was said to have helped the prostitute, the poor, those who were less fortunate. Jesus didn't help the rich and those that were already in power. So you get Listen, beloved, I, I, beloved, listen, you, listen, you're free on my platform, on my show, to stand in your truth, to hold your truth, to speak your truth. I, I don't knock or disallow my mother, Evangelist Savage, for standing, you know, in her truth. I just personally do not accept the validity of the Bible, period, at this point. And for me, I found it to be a very slippery slope. You know, on the one hand, we can, you know, Paint it prettier, make it more relevant, make it more inclusive. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of wickedness and wicked history that cannot be denied. 
overlooked, uh, documented. Also, when we look at archaeology, history, there's just too much evidence that, you know, if there's any truth within the pages of the great book, they have been um, appropriated often from older cultures. One of those cultures in particular is ancient Egypt. I mean, there's just too many similarities between whole books in the Bible and ancient Egyptian history, ancient Egyptian mythology, ancient Egyptian spirituality. What has been stripped away is sort of the truth of that or the foundation of that, which keeps many sort of caught up in what I describe as the God spell. G-O-D-S-P-E-L-L. My mother says that's why you must study to show thyself approved. And that's why I'm glad I went to a Christian college because I've always been into spirituality and I denied. As most of us start off, I ain't going to say everybody, but as most of us start off, we have the mother that's dragging and the grandmother that's dragging us to church. And as I got older, I started, this don't seem right. Certain things contradicting themselves. And whenever you ask the preacher, you know, well, how did this go? And why did this go? The only thing they want to tell you is don't ask no questions. And the thing is, didn't then the hot then the bone die make us the ex questions? We wouldn't be the people we are if we weren't inquisitive. That's how you learn. It states do not trust anybody but your own self. Seek me out for yourself. Do not allow a person to tell me about you. You know, to tell you about me. Find yeah. me. Funny when you do those, when you question, it's always don't ask no questions. Just follow the rules. But that's not who that that's not who the spirit made us to be. If we are of if we are of the spirit, we are inquisitive people. We wanna know and we wanna learn. And I'm saying that thanks to you, like I say always thanks to you and gratitude to you and most high to you. Um, I searched out another person who informed me. You, you have a caller that call, comes in, Sheba. Um, you spoke about her yesterday, and you were telling her about she she was scared to give a reading, and she was scared to give mm-hmm. a reading, and you you explained to her about, you know, I can't uh, question you, but if you ain't looking at the food that you're eating and putting in your body and this, you know, and I learned about yeah. Sheba. Yeah, we don't. Have and no I learned about that. Sheba better than I learned in a Christian college, in, in a Christian atmosphere. I didn't know Sheba was actually the queen of Ethiopia, which makes makes her a colored person. I ain't gonna say she black. I'm gonna say she colored. But the queen okay. of Sheba, who who was a warrior queen. Are you there? We hear you. I'm here. And yeah, we we know. In knowing about 
and knowing about and, and finding out about the Queen of Sheba, I was saying to myself, I told uh, a friend of mine, I said, you know, I have learned more about my African heritage being a part of Voodoo than I have ever learned about myself in Christianity. Okay, yeah. And it was through that study, it was through that exploration that I personally um, started on this journey deeper into voodoo and ATR. Um, every time I made that prayer, you know, God make this make sense to me, make this, you know, clear to me. Every time I made that prayer, you know, take, take the homosexuality away, God would always come through. God would always speak to me. And he pointed to myself, but also pointed east. And by way of pointing east, he pointed to myself. And in further studying the east and further studying I came to rest in, in, you know, West African, you know, tradition. Um, and at first it was quite a, you know, um, quite a, a life for me, but also for me to expect my mother and others who'd always only known me through sort of the Christian or evangelical lens. Uh, to now understand where I was standing, you know, at that time in my life and certainly where I am um, today. I found that when we don't have the words to explain, to describe, to make sense of who we are and what we're doing, we certainly can't expect others, especially those who are under the God spell or who are, you know, deeply nestled into other ways of viewing the world, we can't expect them to get it. If we ourselves can't get it and, and make sense. And so, you know, I, I'm going to end here shortly. But as I look at, again, TikTok and, and Instagram in particular, because, you know, those are the most traveled, most traversed sites. They, they get the most traffic every day, and it's in that space where I'm really seeing uh, HTR traditions um, degraded um, in the worst of ways and intermixed. Um, And to add something that I didn't probably say before was I think the goal is as we're being killed off, as we're being lessened, as we're being reduced down to, you know, the populations that we see mimicked on Star Trek, how many African Americans you see on Star Trek? Star Trek, Star Trek, the next generation. Choose anyone. You don't You're see right. very Let's many of them. Okay, she is um, the black lady. Let's the horror. She was the only black lady on there. Yeah, she's the only black lady. Yeah, we could barely hear you, beloved, but but I heard you. Yeah, she was the only black woman. Whoopi Goldberg. And she was Lamar a communications officer at that. <laughs> Say that again. That's what was so funny. But the funny part about her position was she was the com- she was the head of communications. She was the only one that could speak different languages. 
Yeah, we could barely hear you. I can hear you, but I don't think the callers can hear you. But but I heard you. He said that um, Lieutenant Uhura on Star Trek was the only human in Star Trek history. But also she was the head of communications and speak multiple languages, diversity of language. You know, again, the power of the black woman, the power of the black goddess. Uh, but even if you follow that creative, imaginative, because we are and we become what we think. We are and we, and we become what we say. Ain't no black people in that future. Ain't no black people in that future. And so the information that's now being turned into AI, that's now being stored in social media platforms, will be available on disk, a hard drive, or whatever technology flash that would exist in the future. But the real people, the real practitioners, the real experience will no longer exist. It will be a hologram experience at Disney World. It will be a virtual reality experience that you will be able to put your helmet on and hook up to your computer and be a part of. But it won't be you. It won't be me. It won't be authentic. It won't be real. If we don't do something now, if we don't change our behavior now, if we don't support those like myself, who are standing on the front line of making sure the authenticity of African traditional religious system all over the world, not just in New Orleans, all over the world survive, then we are agreeing to it becoming only an AI demonstration that we can buy a monthly subscription for through Amazon in the next two or three years. It, it, it will no longer a, be real. May I say um, this? I love, in, I love um, your participation. Um, Memphis. May I say this last word in, in honor of you? In honor of you? Hold on. Hold on. Can you fix your mic? Because we can't really hear you. Okay, okay. I'm going to have to probably take you off. Something, but, um, yeah, something happened all of a sudden, I got and you. now you're, like on, you're on a lower frequency, and we can't really hear you. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, oh. but I don't think the show can. That's, Go ahead. You know what? Um, because I had you on YouTube, and then you had the call-in number, so I called in to talk to you, so I'm getting a double echo. Well, turn the, the YouTube to mute it. Put it on mute. Let me see. How, how do I take this off? Oh, cut. And since we don't have any other callers, I'll give you the last word before I close. Uh, he he dropped himself, and um, unfortunately, he can't probably cannot call back in. Um, Block Talk Radio will prevent you from calling in towards the end of the show. Usually at one forty-five, it's one forty-four. So. Uh, Memphis, Kevin, you're not going to be able to call back in. It's not going to allow you to. Um, and Dorothy agreed with me that your volume was really low and they could not hear you clearly. But you can always call back in next time on my next powerful, informative, educational 
broadcast of the new revolutionary hoodoo, New Orleans voodoo secrets and recipes. Please support me. I need your support. I need your donations. I need your offerings. I need your communications. I need your love. I need your emails. I need your checking in. I need you to be present. Those of you who believe in these practices and these traditions, who are living these practices and traditions, who believe and understand the authenticity of these practices and traditions, I need you, just as you need me. Until next time, remembering that all is truly and indeed a blessing. Ashe, Asheo, Ashe. Aibobo. Hallelujah and all that. Good stuff. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio, all over the world. I'm certainly grateful for you. I'm appreciative of you. I would be nothing without you. Certainly my most consistent audience in the UK, Australia, the Netherlands, Canada, the United States, my consistent, regular, daily listeners. And certainly to those who listen always in archive at your leisure and convenience, I'm certainly grateful for Brazil, Colombia, Haiti, Democratic Republic, Costa Rico. I'm certainly grateful for Indonesia, my new consistent listening audience, Malaysia. Thank you so much. Vietnam, new consistent listening audience. India, always grateful for India. Pakistan, thank you so much for your listenership and participation. Taiwan, we are with you. We are grateful for your listenership and participation. South Korea, thank you so much for listening. Japan, we appreciate you. Russia, we appreciate you. We don't appreciate Putin, but we certainly appreciate you and your listenership. Russia, Poland, we are grateful for you. Hungary, thank you so much for listening. Romania, Turkey, Greece, thank you so much for your listenership and participation. Norway, thank you so much for listening and participating. Sweden, thank you. France, thank you so much. And Musée du Quai thank you so much for featuring my Black masking Mardi Gras Indian carnival suit in your museum for the past few months. I'm certainly honored and grateful. Italy, thank you for listening and participating. Hungary, uh, if I did not say so already, thank you. Spain for listening and participating. Certainly, I am appreciative of Egypt. Nigeria, Democratic Republic of Congo, Kenya, Zambia. Malawi, South Africa, and Mozambique. Certainly always eternally grateful for listenership and participation from the motherland. Please visit the actual user page for this podcast, Blog Talk Radio, B-L-O-G Talk Radio.com. Be like boy, L-O-G like girl, blog talkradio.com forward slash the hyphen or the dash divine dash prince.
the T-H-E, divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, Prince, P-R-I-N-C-E, the hashtag, I'm sorry, the dash divine dash Prince. Uh, And you can sign up, subscribe to get notice of coming shows, special editions that I will be doing in coming days, and certainly any updates about the podcast. I'm eternally grateful and appreciative understanding that all is truly and indeed a blessing if you can just see beyond the veils ashe asheo and ashe a dash of cayenne to the room Gonna put on my Greek grease suit Boil a gumbo Hot and steady Don't care if Freddy ready Gonna free at that old cemetery Down on Claiborne where she's buried Build a fire on the bayou When a black cat scratch at two Under a full moon that's blue Chant some magic words, Kufaru A dash of cayenne to the rule Gonna put on my Greek grease suit Black top hat, black suit too, same old ride that Moses through. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes, black shades too. A dash of cayenne to the roof, gonna put on my green, green suit. Black top hat, black suit too, same old ride that Moses threw. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you, can't see my eyes, black sheets too. Going free at the old cemetery, down on Claiborne where she's buried, a dash of cayenne. To the roof, gonna put on my Greek grease suit. Yeah, black top hat, black suit too. Same old ride that Moses threw. I'm gonna get them balls out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes, black sheets too. 
gon' pray at that old cemetery Down on Claiborne where she's buried A dash of cayenne to the room Gonna put on my green, green suit 